Welcome to the Jenny Catron Leadership Podcast, brought to you by Foresight. At Foresight, we are cultivating healthy leaders to lead thriving organizations. Thank you for tuning into today's podcast. Please enjoy the rest of our show. Well, hey, friends, it's Jenny Catron, founder and CEO of the Foresight Group, and thrilled to be with you today hosting the podcast. We're going to talk about four blind spots that could be sabotaging your culture. That is what we're talking about today. And I want to help give you some insight into the things that could be holding your team back. So we're going to dig into that. But before we do, I want to make sure that you are aware of our next Women in Leadership Coaching Intensive. So if you are a woman in leadership, or if you know a woman in leadership, which pretty much is all of you, I want to make sure you have the details on our next cohort that begins in July. So I'm recording this in June of 2021. We kick off the middle of July. And so registration is just open for a couple more weeks. We will close registration the third week of June. So if you have not checked it out, if you are not registered, now is the time because we have just a few spots left. And every one of these cohorts are absolutely amazing, just remarkable women who are leading in ministry, in nonprofit, in business, uh, are entrepreneurs, pretty much all different scopes and places of influence. But the theme that unites us all is this passion to lead well and to circle up with a bunch of other women who are in a similar stage and season and learn together, grow together, et cetera. So we bring together groups of women from all spheres of influence to invest in themselves and their organizations with six months of group coaching. And I partner with my friend, Allie Worthington, to do this. Women who lead are often bearing an extraordinary amount of weight on their shoulders while simultaneously not having other women at their level to network, learn from, support, and encourage them. And that is what we aim to do with this group. So it is for women who serve in high-level leadership roles leaders who are in a season maybe of difficulty or growth or transition and would just benefit from the discussion with a small focused group of people who get it. Leaders who are committed to the hard work of personal development that will result in growth for yourself and for those you lead. And it's for leaders who want resources, wisdom, and tools to help you be happier, more productive, and grow in your influence. So you can go to the website and check it out. You can go to get foresight.com. That's the word get, the number four, the word site, S-I-G-H-T.com. You can check out all the details, but I would really love for you to be a part of the group. We're still doing it all virtually. Historically, we do an in-person retreat. We will bring those back and we will give everybody an option to add that. Uh, We're just working on timing, but you want to be a part of this six-month cohort. Starts in July and um, we are going to have the best time. So be sure to check out all those details. Well, today, let's talk more about my favorite subject, staff culture, team culture, the dynamics that happen within your organization. You know, something that I was thinking about recently is, you know, I'm a big proponent of the importance of self-leadership, self-awareness. You hear me talk about that a lot on the podcast because it is core. It's pretty foundational. As leaders, we must lead ourselves well to lead others better. So that is core. But there's also this piece of organizational self-awareness, meaning we as leaders need to understand what is happening within our organization. We need self-awareness there because here's one thing I can promise you, and it's not great news, is that your culture always feels better at the top. 
So if you are in a place of executive leadership or you're, you're the, the leader of a team, the culture of that team will always feel best to you because you're in the position where you have more influence and control over how that team works and the dynamics of the team and so forth. So it takes a lot of work to understand how the team is really experiencing the culture, what is really being felt at all levels of the organization. And the larger your organization is, the larger your team is, the more complex that gets, the more difficult that gets to assess. And so as leaders, we have a responsibility, obviously, to lead ourselves well. So there's a self-leadership and the self-awareness piece that we need to be working on. But there's also the organizational self-awareness piece that we have to give attention to. And so what I want to share with you today are the four categories of common culture blind spots. Now, this might be a little familiar to you. Maybe you've seen this on our website. We have a free assessment. And so whether you've already taken it or as soon as you listen to this, you go and take it. I'm basically going to give you kind of the cheat sheet on the culture blind spot assessment of, hey, what are these four categories, four areas of blind spots that we frequently see for leaders when they're trying to assess their culture? See, there is no perfect team. There is no perfect culture. In fact, every team has some dysfunction. The question is, do you know what yours is? There are often things we miss either because we're focused in other directions or because we've simply grown accustomed to the way things are and therefore desensitized to the potential of becoming healthier. That is big and important to hear. There are often things we miss as leaders, either because we're focused in other directions, we get other things kind of consuming our time and attention, or because we've simply grown accustomed to the way things are. Ouch, that's true. And therefore, we are desensitized to the potential of becoming healthier. So, In our work with organizations at all stages and all sizes, we repeatedly identify four areas where leaders often have blind spots in their organizational culture. What often surprises the leaders we serve is that these culture blind spots are not extravagant employee perks or outrageous office antics. Like sometimes we think it's, oh, we don't have the budget for that, so we can't do those little, you know, fun perks or just special treatment kind of things. That's really not the issue. The most common culture blind spots are related to your everyday behaviors as a team. Most of the things that have the biggest leverage on your team culture are related to how well you manage your relationships and your systems. So let's look at these four categories we're going to talk about. I mean, I'll list the four and then we're going to break them down. First, it's clarity of purpose. Two, it's organizational clarity. Three, it's leadership development, and four, it's team dynamics. And the reality is we can't correct what we can't see. So we want to take a closer look at each of these four to kind of give you a little bit of insight. And here's what I would say for you to do. Listen as I describe each of these four, and I'm doing it in pretty brief detail for the sake of podcast. Listen to each of these four and then go to the website. It's right on the homepage, getforesight.com. Go to the homepage and then take the assessment yourself. It's quick. It's fast. It's not, it's not a laborious assessment. But then you can kind of self-assess as you hear me talk. And then you can go take the assessment on the website and kind of see, did you, did you assess yourself correctly as you heard me talk about these? So let's look at each of these. The four blind spots that may be sabotaging your culture. And the first is clarity of purpose. And the question behind this one is, why do you do what you do? 
And when was the last time you asked yourself or your team that question, why do we do what we do? As organizations grow and mature, the mission and vision gets more and more fuzzy. Now, hopefully this past year made you really ask that question because you had to find new ways to for how you were going to do what you do. But oftentimes we just get preoccupied with all the things we're doing and we forget why do we do what we do. So that mission and vision can get pretty fuzzy. Complexity is the natural drift as organizations grow and teams expand. So if you don't keep the mission and vision and values of your organization front and center, your team will lose focus and engagement. And again, this year and this season is a really critical time to go back to ground yourself in mission, vision, and values. Why do we do what we do? Having that type of clarity of purpose is really essential to helping your team thrive. Having a clear purpose is the foundational building block upon which everything else in your organization's culture is built. You have the opportunity to clarify and articulate why you exist and how you move toward your calling. And doing so will provide the plumb line your team needs in order to align and thrive together. So the first one, clarity of purpose. Why do we do what we do? Second one, organizational clarity. And leaders, here's what we need to hear. We are never as clear as we think we are. We think we're clear, we are not. So we have to work hard to create organizational clarity. And organizational clarity is not just about communication. We'll talk about that some. But organizational clarity requires a fierce commitment to making sure that our systems and processes provide the clarity and alignment that removes roadblocks and helps our team do their work with minimal avoidable frustration. I love that phrase. Minimal avoidable frustration. I'm not saying that there will never be frustration, but our job is to help remove those roadblocks so that there is a minimal avoidable frustration. Chief among the issues that create this blind spot is a non-existent or confusing organizational chart. Now, I did a whole episode a couple months back on the importance of your organizational chart, and I cannot overstate it. In fact, a lot of the work my team and I are doing right now is helping organizations with their organizational structure because a lack of clarity there creates all kinds of confusion and it just gridlocks your team. Many of the senior leaders I talk to get annoyed by the need for an org chart, right? It's like, we just get it. We understand who does what. No, I promise you, they do not. You are not as clear as you think you are. We don't feel the need for an org chart because we likely sit somewhere near the top of it. So if you're in a more senior leadership position in your organization, it feels clear to you because it's clearest at the top. It's clear to you, and therefore, you assume it's clear for everyone. And I promise it is not. It's also more than the org chart, though. So it's like, yes, the org chart is key, and it's one of the first things I would say, take a look at that. Is it clear? Uh, Everybody's role clear? Is their relationship to one another clear? Are their responsibilities clear? All of that, huge in helping create organizational clarity. Uh, But when people are unsure about how their role supports the vision, when they feel like their time is being wasted in ineffective meetings, and when they feel confusion about priorities, they will quickly become disengaged. So here's a few other things. More than the org chart, it's things like, do they understand how their role supports the vision? Do they see, are the dots connected? They understand that what they're doing connects to that vision, that purpose that we talked about in the first blind spot. 
if they feel like their time is wasted in ineffective meetings, how you do meetings matters. And so that's a big one. Maybe when they feel confusion about priorities, if there's not clear alignment between goals, strategies, tactics within your organization, your team's going to become disengaged. So this organizational clarity blind spot is a big one. So as leaders, you have the opportunity to address the systems and the processes that can make your hiring, onboarding, meetings, and org charts effective and purposeful. So there's a lot that can sit in this second one in organizational clarity, but it is a big one. The third one is leadership development. Your most important job every day is developing your team. Do you believe that? Your most important job every day is developing your team. Your greatest work will be done through others. And when you embrace that perspective shift, it is a game changer. While the functional work you do is critical, how you lead your team will yield your greatest impact. So for most leaders, development finds its way to the bottom of your priority list day after day, week after week. We have good intentions. I know you do. But the urgency of other tasks continuously overtakes our investment in people, especially the people we directly lead. Sometimes they get the worst of us, and that should not be the case. Development strategies are not limited to books and conferences, but having consistent systems for setting goals, giving and receiving feedback and processes for growth and professional development will create a culture in which top talent thrives and innovation is the norm. And we want both of those things, don't we? We want top talent to thrive and want to remain a part of our team. And we want to have innovation. We want to be innovative. We want to be uh, helping shape and change the future and living out our mission in unique and inspiring ways. So all of that happens when we really see leadership development as a key part of our organizational health. So, so far, our three blind spots we're looking at is clarity of purpose, organizational clarity, leadership development, and then the fourth one is team dynamics. And my question for you here is, do you trust your team and does your team trust you? Every great team is built on trust. Every great relationship is built on trust. Perhaps this last blind spot is the most critical. In many ways, this is a byproduct of the other three categories. If you lack purpose, it's difficult to find common goals and the bonding that takes place in achieving those goals together. If you lack clarity of structure, roles and processes, then your team doesn't know what to expect and therefore can't trust decisions. If you lack leadership development, your team may not feel valued and therefore will only commit to the organization to the degree that they feel you and the organization are committed to them. These all work together to create healthy culture. But this one really becomes almost a byproduct of the other three. In his new book, Think Again, organizational psychologist Adam Grant shares that more than 100 studies have examined conflict types in over 8,000 teams. A meta-analysis of those studies showed that relationship conflict is generally bad for performance. So we probably didn't need more than 100 studies of 8,000 teams to tell us that, but I think it helps reiterate that relationship conflict is generally bad for performance. I feel like that's almost an understated quote, right? Guys, we miss this. We just kind of assume it's happening instead of putting intentional energy towards it. And so... Relationships are the core of your team's 
health, and effectiveness. And so you've got to fight to build those relationships. You've got to work hard to build and earn that trust. And a lot of building and earning trust is our consistency and follow through on some of these fundamentals, some of these other things I talked about in the other blind spots. So I'm curious, as you heard this, I'm curious which blind spot felt like the one you're like, ooh, that might be our biggest blind spot. That might be the one holding us back. Because here's the thing, knowing your culture blind spot allows you to specifically address the root causes of the issue in order to build purpose, clarity, development, and health into your team. So I want to encourage you, think through those four things. The clarity of purpose, why do you do what you do? Is it clear? Organizational clarity, are your systems clear? Are your processes clear? Do people know where they fit and how they function? Leadership development, do you have a healthy approach to developing your team and helping invest in and grow them? And then team dynamics, are you building trust? Are you building camaraderie? Those things are so essential to being able to achieve our mission. And you may have heard me talk about this in another episode, but I think there are three key building blocks to every organization, a sense of purpose, a strong culture, and effective strategy. Well, we focus a lot on the effective strategy, but the other two have to exist before strategy becomes a reality. So clarity of purpose was the first one. And that leads to then that organizational clarity, that leadership development, those team dynamics help us build the culture that enables our mission to flourish. So hope that was helpful for you. Got you thinking about, hey, what might be the thing that's kind of tripping us up and holding us back as a team? And then go to our website, getforesight.com. The word get, the number four, the word site, S-I-G-H-T.com. And right on the top of the homepage, there's a place for you to take that assessment. It's totally free. It's simple. It's going to take you five, maybe 10 minutes max. So it's a simple assessment, but a great way for you to continue to think through, okay, what's our blind spot? How do I gain that organizational self-awareness so that I understand what could be holding back or hindering my team from thriving this year? Because that is my hope for you. That is my hope for your teams is that after a year of craziness and having to just work so intentionally hard to continue to move forward and achieve your mission, my hope is that you are doing the things that will help you be thriving and healthy as a leader and help your team be thriving and healthy as well. So thanks for being here. I would love for you to follow, subscribe, share, If this was helpful in any way, it's super helpful to me if you share it with others. The more people that are listening, the more that that just helps us get this out to more and more people. So I am grateful. Thank you for being here. Keep leading well, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Jenny Katrin Leadership Podcast. If you have any questions, please email Jenny at podcast at get the number four site.com. If this content has helped you in any way, we would love for you to share this podcast with your friends and on social networks. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing content coming from the Jenny Catron Leadership Podcast. Your comments mean the world to us, so please rate and leave comments on our podcast. And remember, you need foresight for success. We will see you next time.